This is the Bitchin' Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I'm joined today with my friend, Cole. What's up? So, last week, I shared with you Giant of the Mountain. And since then, I've had the pleasure of interviewing these great, great, great band uh, from Dallas, Texas. And I'm going to play that for you. Things have changed since... Uh, since then, they have a third member now. Very nice. Yeah, their new bass player, David. Cool dude. But anyway, we're going to listen to the interview that I did with Giant of the Mountain. Here it goes. This is cute as fuck. This mic is cute as fuck. It looks like a little mushroom. <laughs> it is a mushroom. Uh, this is Giant of the Mountain interview. Um, I hope we don't screw this up. Hey, it's this is my this is my first actual interview. So awesome. so we're gonna see how it goes because uh, I'm doing the Dark Descent show later this month and I'm trying to interview all the bands and there's like six so I'm just gonna be like, oh fuck. <laughs> but it um, seems like you're really good at it. God, I, I so hope far, so. So, so far, <laughs> I mean, I'm missing a guy, but he's guy he's he's chatting, but that's okay. Oh, what's up? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Go. All right, oh, so, uh, yes, Corey. we're, I guess we'll first, uh, we'll, we'll introduce everybody. Love you. Love you. Uh, because we hope that people that have never heard of Giant of the Mountain hear this and, and go forth and buy your music. Yes, of course. Of course. All right, so, uh, ladies first, uh, your name and what you do in the band. Um, my name is Randy Medioski, and I play drums for Giant of the Mountain. <laughs> I am Cody, and I play guitar and do vocals. And I'm David, and I do bass and backing vocals. Most excellent. Um, for the people that don't know anything about Giant of the Mountain, maybe we could start at the beginning. A little bit of history. You guys have been around for, what, a good 10 years, right? Yeah, uh, we've been around for a while. We started in 2008, I think. And um, it was Cody on guitar and vocals. It was me on second guitar. And we had an amazing drummer who eventually moved back to Vermont. We could not find anybody to fill the void. So eventually I took on the role of drums. And here we are. <laughs> well, I think you are very good. Oh, I, I, appreciate I appreciate your drumming. Thank you. A lot of people pay a lot of attention to, to guitar. Well, I mean, within reason. I mean, it's, yes. it's success. But, but drums, it's an important foundation. Exactly, David. And when you screw up, then everybody hears it. So, it's yeah, there's a lot of pressure on that end. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like with a lot of bands that you find, like, there'll be a drummer and he'll be in, like, multiple bands because, like, you swing a dead cat and you hit a guitarist, but you're like, where the fuck's the drummer? <laughs> yeah, that was our exact problem. Like, we could not find, we tried for a few years to find somebody else, or, well, maybe we didn't even wait that long. But we couldn't find somebody else to fill the void, and I felt like I knew the songs well enough, and so I gave it a shot, and then 
Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, let's see. I have talking points. I'm a prepared lady. Uh, I'm trying. I, I, I saw on Facebook that you recorded the vocals in a racquetball court. Uh, well, we did try to do some clean vocals in that. Uh, I'm not sure if they made the album, but uh, we did go for like the clean vocals. Uh, we recorded actually all the guitars and vocals ourselves. Had somebody else mix it. But yeah, we have this huge racquetball room in our apartment complex, and it has this excellent reverb, and we're like, let's try to capture some of that. So I think some of it may have made the album, not all of it. You know, we re-recorded and tried to get it perfect. So, we yeah, we did try to utilize that really uh, just great sounding reverb and the the natural, the natural yeah. sound. Reverb. Yeah. Uh, but there was a match going on at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's it, see if we can get closer and maybe we could just all talk into the mic. Because yeah. I don't yeah. want to, like, miss out on everybody else's... Banter? <laughs> yes, yeah. banter. Exactly. That's what makes yeah. it fun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure Definitely. how much of that racquetball room made the recording, but maybe some of it did. But we, we did. Tried. We tried to use the natural reverb of the the room and the yeah. sound. Cool. And it was just kind of fun. Both yeah. of us. We went to school for audio engineering at Media Tech, so it was just kind of like experimenting. You know, just kind of see what we could do and. It's kind of fun. I appreciate that. And I'm pretty sure this guy over here went to... I didn't go to school. I I literally just asked an engineer who (laughs) recorded one of my other band's demos. He he said he was in need of an intern, so I just volunteered and said, I'd love to do it. And he just took me on as his intern for like a year until he... Like, there was no terms of how long I would do it either. He just kind of eventually said, I've taught you everything I can teach you, so you're on your own. <laughs> and, that, and that was it. So, yeah. So I have a background in it, I guess. But. Probably knows the same amount as us. Exactly. <laughs> we yeah. paid money for it. And he's he knows as much as same. we do. Right? <laughs> well, that's fun. Um, I also saw that you toured with uh, Canyon of the Skull. How did that go for you guys? Good. Yeah, that went That's really good. well. Um, we actually did that tour as a two-piece, um, and it was a lot of fun. We loved going to the West Coast. We did actually a few dates like up through the Midwest with um, War Pigs Brewing Company was like the host for several shows and. Um, Actually, the master brewer of War Pigs was the guitarist of Canyon of the Skull. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah. so it was a Canary. lot of fun. Great beer. Yeah. Uh, great shows. <laughs> great I mean, beer, great shows. Like, can't go wrong there. Yeah, and it, it was We really had a fun. lot of fun with those guys, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Have any yeah. fun stories? Oh, ah. Uh, that you're willing to share? <laughs> Well, Kuma, what is it called? Kuma um, Burger or Kuma's Corner? Kuma's we, we Corner went, uh, out there, and the, uh, they have several. Yeah, Chicago, Indianapolis. There's several locations. I wish they had one in Dallas because it was great pretty it was much really cool. it's metal inspired. Oh, yeah. They have vegan options and otherwise and everything, but it's all metal inspired, which 
was so freaking cool. Yeah, that is and cool. I wish we could have something down here. I mean, like in the that. drive through Montana, through Arizona, it's all so beautiful. And oh yeah, I'm pretty sure 13 out of 17 stops I had wings. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, thing. Well, that's, just, I mean, that's one that thing happened. I guess you should announce is that you are the wing master. On the Crick Scrub <laughs> tour we did two years before, also had lunch. That's kind of a. That Every happens. stop we made, he that's how you he got wings yeah. and would um, review the wings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's my thing. Hey, it's good to have a thing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, I mean, but you know, it was it's a good tour. Yeah. Didn't All, you go through Denver? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Oh my that gosh! Yeah, stop. we played at um, the High Dive. High Dive. Oh. The sound girl was freaking awesome. I yes. can't remember her name, but she was so badass. We played with Void Eater, yeah. and it was it was just an amazing. Uh, and Void experience. Eater's good, and actually, their uh, their drummer is he was bass from player Denton. for. From yeah. Texas, uh, Terminator he played two. for Terminator 2. Yeah. And he was the drummer for Which, Void Eater. You remember? I, I cannot even hear that name without remembering... Uh, past performances thanks, for thanks. Terminator 2 in which they were too hammered to even, like, sound Yeah, the drummer ended perform. up just throwing his drums into the forest. It was uh, a completely uh, different experience what was that called? and different. Uh, <laughs> no Thanks Fest. No Thanks Fest, yeah. Nice. Yeah, they were really, really nice. That's but, cool. They were really good, and you know, you don't see a lot of, like, sound engineers that are women, so, yeah. like, yeah. already the second we walked in, I was, like, super impressed and, <laughs> right? and respected her, and she knew what to do, and it was an amazing show, and it was awesome. It was, yeah. Nice. Did you, were you able to make it to the, the true brew We place? did not we make it to go the there. Yeah, but super a few rad. On tap at their club, oh my but. god! I wish we could have made it there. It's like we played Albuquerque, mm-hmm. New Mexico, the night before. So then it was pretty much a straight shot to Denver. By the time we got there, we, like we hit a lot of traffic and stuff, so it was like go time. By the time we got to high high dive, and uh, but it was amazing. They had some of the true brewing beers on tap there yeah and we tried uh one of the sour beers i love them and um that's not what we ordered but that's what they gave (laughs) us and we were like you know what it's actually pretty good like typically people don't like the sours and uh it was actually quite tasty nice and then yeah i love this (laughs) yeah a few times and every time it's just great yeah, for sure. I'm from Colorado, so I'm always like, I always oh, want to really? know what people's experiences are, because god damn, I what miss part? it. What part? I, I grew up on the western part near Grand Junction, but I went to college okay. in Denver. Okay, oh, okay. we played uh, Pueblo a lot. Oh, Pueblo is just like the most boring part of Colorado. <laughs> yeah, right? We've had some good shows there, though. It, oh, uh, yeah. Phil's Radiator. Uh, you know, we yeah. play Colorado Springs, which is beautiful. But it's kind of like the desert a we little play bit, it, right? Uh, we yeah. played Old Curtis Street Bar in Denver. I think it closed, but... Yeah. It's really, really close to where the rock... The I don't know. The stadium. Wherever the stadium is. Yeah. That show yeah. was super freaking awesome because 
it's like when you come to Dallas and everything, it's like you have all these competing shows. Oh, yeah. And when we went to Denver, we had this show booked at Old, Old Curtis Street Bar. And right next door was like Roy's, I think is what they called it. But there was a metal show next door as well. And instead of like competing, what they were, what they did was say one cover charge, 10 bucks, and you can do both shows. Nice. And then they just kind of, one going and then the other. And it's super, I mean, it was just an awesome experience. And uh, yeah, that that's happening. But that, uh, That's a terrible it noise. It was super awesome because instead of competing together, it was like everybody could enjoy both shows. Yeah. yeah. And I think we played with, Belenius. 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 Get it right. Say it again. Belenius. Belenius. They build their own cabinets, speaker cabinets, and everything. Migrating. This this car is gonna park right here. We're we're in a parking lot. We're doing an interview in a parking lot because I am professional as fuck. Hell yeah, you are. All right. Badass um, bitch from the Moulin Rouge. <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, so in your older recordings, albums, EPs, what have you, uh, your lyrical inspirations have been from, like, H.P. Lovecraft, Elder Scrolls, like, Sithis? That's like Hail Sithis, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, Bloody Knife, Entrails. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my favorite uh, quest line of the Elder Scrolls. I always went straight to that. Mine too. Yeah, I mean, Good it's shit. the best. I mean, I would I'd be like, okay, I'll do the main quest after I've done all this. You know, and I love that. Uh, yeah. I just love just the darkness of that part of the mythology. And oh, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft is, I love H.P. Lovecraft. And yeah. How creepy it is. It's good times. Yeah. Well, the, new, the new album is more... Nature. It's, it's more, yeah, it, we've kind of gotten away from uh, writing lyrics that concern Everything mythologies. Everything has been nature-ish, yeah. though. Okay, yeah. I started, uh, Mother Hydra is about, like, a lot about it is, like, ocean. Yeah. And everything, and then moon worship is... Well, you if know, I may, I wasn't part of it because I'm a newbie to the band, but... <laughs> I was playing bass for a side project that they had kind of gotten rolling called Dower, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the lyrics for that were very nature-based, so I, am I wrong in saying that maybe you were like on a roll from writing those lyrics and just kind of well, yeah, kept it you going? Know, those lyrics were, uh, they were very nature-based, and I, and I just got kind of sick of borrowing from other mythologies, Elder Scrolls, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, it's like... I didn't come up with that. They did. And I'm just kind of ripping it off almost. And so, yeah, the nature thing kind of grabbed me and I felt it. And we're giant of the mountain, which is a thing in nature. Right. (laughs) So, you know, I started just kind of like, I want to go that direction. And been trying to just do our own thing. Yeah. The empty quarter, uh, you know, the desert just. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, if you read the lyrics, it's just basically very depressing sad just like a desert of emotions just nothing there it's like even when he wrote the lyrics we thought 
could this fit giant of the mountain, you know? And then it just kind of worked. Yeah. He's the mastermind. <laughs> I barely know what I'm doing. <laughs> so do you think that uh, future releases will keep with this nature thing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's uh, a very definite answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying this has to be set in stone, but... Yeah, so I mean, I'm holding you to it. We reached space in a way. We, moon worship, we moon. moon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's hard to know. say what the next direction will be. I mean, I'm just sure the music will dictate it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Plus, David is like uh, one of the main writers of Krig's Grove. He does a lot of stuff. So hopefully, now that he's like bass player, we're hoping maybe to have that. He he will have. A lot of input, maybe. We'll see. Putting you on the spot, but... Yeah. Oh, you know. I'd love to try. I would yeah. love to try. We're very thankful to have him yeah. in the band and everything. Indeed. Yeah, because yeah. you guys sounded great tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, this so is the much. best... Yeah. Uh, I felt really good about tonight, for sure. This is That's the best first live show in like two years. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so uh, how are you feeling after that? Great. No, it's great. I'm, I'm a drummer, primarily. Yeah. So. Oh, have you ever been like, let's switch? Tired <laughs> drumming. I'm kidding. Well, we did tour together. Krigsgrove and, and Giant of the Mountain did tour together. Yeah. And um, I broke my foot like uh, with seven days left in the in the tour, and he was like, I think I've heard it enough where I could fill in for you. So we had him there, and everything. It wouldn't be the I mean, same. Yeah. But I made the offer. But he is, he's a fantastic drummer, fantastic bass player, he's vocalist, everything, Thanks. so awesome. we're happy to have him. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are a good fit. Yeah, yeah we a, love it's him. It's first for me. <laughs> Great friends singing, here. Especially, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I like singing, but I've never had to do it in a band before, so, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, just in the practicing and then being yeah. able to How did he it sound tonight? tonight? So. I, I thought everybody sounded really solid. Ooh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I have just, just some general questions that I'm developing to spring on everybody I interview. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we'll go from... I will start with you. Uh, okay. What have you been listening to lately? Oh. It could be a band or a genre. It's hard to say, really, because um, we spent so much time on this new album. I guess I would say Olver's... The assassination of Julius Caesar has been huge. Um, the new Omnium Gatherum. Yes. Uh, and, uh, oh, God, I don't know. Everything's, like, pre-2018, so I'm not really sure. But I, I guess I would say, like, my favorite album lately would be Soilworks Living Infinite. And... I will leave you with that. Cool. <laughs> well, um, so I've been listening to Wolfheart. It's been amazing. Uh, yes. yes. And Aborted. Uh, I-, I liked the new Behemoth that came out. It wasn't my favorite Behemoth. Infestus that came out Friday. I listened. I've already listened to it like five times. Incre- I love Infestus. Uh, Damn it. Uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> I, I really like the the new pan phage this year. It's it's one of my favorite releases. Uh, the new, I, 
Catholicist. I don't know how you say it. Oh. It's got like an apostrophe, and there's so many like consonants. I don't know. Uh, that was really good. Omnium oh Gatherum. The new Hassan was how did great. I not even say that. Oh, uh, the new Immortal has been great. Uh, the new Mournful Congregation. There's so much this year. This has been such a great year. It I, has been. And, uh, yeah, it's just, there's so many more this year. It's just been a great year. But right now, I mean, if I go home and listen to them, it's probably Wolfhard for right now. Very nice. Dude, that music video with the teeth, with the saw. I have not seen a music video. It's fucking weird. Go home and watch that uh, shit. I will check oh, that out. That fucking music video? Yeah, I've just oh, been sorry. Spotifying <laughs> that shit, but, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'll check that out. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, next. Um, well, I listen to a lot of stuff because I like I do a, a podcast where I play a lot of a lot of music on it. But uh, but I've been listening to Hate Eternals release probably three singles from their new one that's going to be coming out. So I've been listening to those songs quite a bit. Um, I've been going back. Like I'm a big fan of the Polish death metal scene and all that. So I've been listening to a lot of Vader and uh, going back. I love Hate. So I've been going back and listening to the last few hate records, and who? Love who I know that sounds ridiculous to say, <laughs> but um, but yeah, like I'm not even necessarily big into real brutal stuff, but the new Aborted is is damn good. I mean, they're they're one of those few bands in that style that I still really enjoy. So I've been listening to that a lot too. Very nice, very nice. All right. Um, ooh, if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead. Who would it be? Dirk Beerbeeren or Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> oh, God. The uh, song. Oh, Emperor. Yeah, that's it. That would, that would be pretty ridiculous. Like, the output Dirk from that. Dirk Beerbeeren is like the best drummer. That's my hero. Me, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. Probably Chuck Schuldiner from Death. Oh, God, yeah. I don't, I'm not good enough to drum for his material, but I would give it a go. <laughs> but, you know, that would be fun. Hell yeah. All right. Um, ooh, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but what's your music-making process? Ooh. Just for the band. I'm going to uh, let him okay, take well, this one because he writes it all. Mostly, I just I, I constantly play guitar. It's just that we sit, we watch... TV after work, my guitars are right here. I'm just always playing, coming up with riffs. Uh, I'll start getting a few riffs going that kind of flow, and then it'll just take off. And it's almost like I, I don't even know what the process of how the whole song comes together. It just it just happens, and then uh, after the riffs, I write the lyrics. You know, I'll think of something. I don't know, something will inspire me. I'll think of riffs. The and lyrics, lyrics are the and, hardest part. Yeah, the yeah. lyrics are the hardest part. But uh, after the riffs and the lyrics come together and the songs kind of get a rough form, we come together in the jam room and we practice them and we'll, we'll decide what, what doesn't fit and what just kind of is too much. Maybe something doesn't work right and uh, yeah. we'll kind of break it down into something that works and then that's it. Like, we don't do, like, jam sessions, you know what I mean? It's like, we don't just, like, get in the room and just be like, try to do that. It's like, we come into the room with an idea from him, and then we work from there. There's no just, like, 
let's see what happens. It's just kind of... It's more organized than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely riding over anything else, for sure. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, this is my silly question. <laughs> if you could transform into any mythical creature, what would it be? Oh, sh- Um... I asked I asked tough ones. A mythical creature. Don't get too far from the God, I don't know. Um (laughs) I guess a dragon. You can never go wrong with a dragon. How can you go wrong there? Right? I was trying to think of like an office reference. Or a community reference or something because I'm all about TV, but God, what do you got? What do you got, bud? Yeah. A mythical creature. There's so many manticores, dragons, unicorns. Yeah. Merman? A merman? As great of a merman I as I would really be. I just really want to know what David's going to say. He's uh, so adult. Wow, that's such a hard one. I know. Can I change my answer? Yes. I would like to change my answer to, like, a bear with the head of a lion. But, man like... Bear pig. <laughs> God. Yes. Man bear pig! That's what I'm going for. Can you change my answer to... Man bear pig? Man bear pig. Oh, it is now man bear pig. Oh, wait. Okay. Yeah, move on in case I come back. All right. Am I changing? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I'd, I would be... I have no idea. This is the hardest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> Mythical creature, what would I be? Life gets so much harder than this. I would what is be. Michael Scott's? I would be. I want to be a bear with the legs of a lion and the horn of a unicorn. And. Yeah. And okay. I, I feel like I would attack I people with that. I'd be like a, a wizard guy that could that. do cool shit. Like I could do magic shit, and I'd be like, poof and shit. You know, like a wizard do. guy. Right. Yeah, that's the it. Worst part. Wizard here. guy. <laughs> we're going with that. How are we not more creative? Come on. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say minotaur, but I imagine like. Why not? Well, because if if it? I get tipped over, I imagine it'd be pretty tough to get back up. <laughs> right. <You're> right? <laughs> I don't know. Every every animal has a man bear pig. Oh my god, man bear pig versus minotaur. The wizard could throw in some sci-fi special picture of a man bear pig. I mean, is this like South Park man bear pig? I mean, it it makes for great audio. I have to um, show pictures, so I guarantee you this might take a minute, but I feel like. You will appreciate this man You're going to get so sued for criticizing Sprint on the record. Hey, fuck you, Sprint. (laughs) (laughs) This is okay. I don't think Sprint's going to listen to it. (laughs) 
sprint. It's like the worst. What are you bringing up? I was trying to bring up a picture of Charlie, but... Well, oh. while you're looking up a picture of Man Bear Pig, um... Oh, what do you eat for breakfast? Uh, I was trying to think of something goofy to say, but I guess I should just answer it for real. Yeah. Oatmeal. Dude, me too. And turkey sausage, like an old man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a tiny can of V8 and a, a French press coffee. Uh, Italian roast not from a Whole Foods. Yeah, no, I don't eat breakfast. You're a fancy bitch. Yeah, I am fancy. <laughs> with, uh, the the coffee I'm that I grind. I'm about to get fancier. Oh, yeah. A V8 and a naked smoothie. Guys are all about the liquid meals. I make myself a fresh croissant and... No, I'm kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Um, what are you reading? Um the hell am I reading? I started reading Walden by Thoreau, but uh, I have not resumed it in weeks. <laughs> it's just kind of on the nightstand, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in that book too. I'm like, oh, cool, you're living in a cabin. And it's great. It's great. It's, it's great. great reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to live in a cabin. How about you? Well, mostly a menu, but uh, <laughs> uh, the last book, oh, I haven't finished it. It's... Uh, the Quest for Unknown Kadath Lovecraft. I got this old, like, 1970s issue of the book. Nice. And I've got halfway through it, and I just, we went on tour, and I forgot about it, and I'm it just trying to, trying to finish it. I've worked, had tried so many times, and then, It can be yeah. tough. Mostly, yeah, but I yeah. do read a lot of menus, because I eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's all. Hot, hot wings menus? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's solely wings? Yes, if I can. If Man, I wish I could remember the title of the book I just finished. But uh, it was very good. It It's late. And beers yeah. have been had. So. Uh, I can see the cover. Oh, I can orange. see the cover. Is it, I, what type I, of book is it? Um, I like a lot of very sad novels and stuff. Mostly fictional. I I mean a couple of non Wait, ones. The the last one I started was about World War Two, but oh yeah, that's that's a cheery subject. It was yeah, <laughs> and I cannot remember for the life of me what it, okay. it was called. But thank you, <laughs> thank you for the sad stories. Um, and I guess it's we can. Super up. It's super fucked up. Well, it's World War Two, gas yeah. chambers, and starving. Jewish people. Yeah. It's bad times. Um, I guess we can end with uh, what keeps you going. Music is very much a, a passion. Uh, it's it's not an easy thing. What what makes you get up in the morning and go, I'm going to make some fucking music? I just feel like there's nothing else in life that I really remotely care about as much. I just... I sit, watch TV, you know, we get home from work and play my guitar constantly. I, we watch The Voice. I'm playing along, trying to improvise to that. I just, I'm just, music, just, there's nothing that ins- inspires me. It's just like a drive. Like, I feel like if I'm not trying to play music, I'm not living. I don't know. I just, that's all that's important to me. There's... That's, I don't know. 
just being alive, just there's no other purpose for my life. I have to play. I like that answer. I do. Um, I guess I would say, I mean, I took an office job the second I got out of high school, even when I was going to college and, um, and my boss asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, I want my band to do something. I, I just want to travel and everything. And I feel like we've done that a lot and I want to keep doing that. And it really makes me happy. <laughs> and, and that's about it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I guess it's, it's turned into more of a compulsion where it's, you know, I, I don't know how to not do it. And um, there's, there's a certain satisfaction with being able to create something that came from nothing at all, like out of thin air. But, um, but it's, it's weird because as the years go by and now, like, I have a kid, so it's almost a, a, a legacy thing as well. Like, I don't, want, I don't ever plan, nor have I ever planned to, to make it big. You know, to me, making it is just uh, having the ability to release music that I've written and I've achieved that you know but um, so yeah now it's, it's more of if I have a good idea I want to document it and record it and release it so my kids and their kids can hear it one day you know so that's kind of that's the main drive these days very cool well I really appreciate you guys taking the time to, to talk with me and it's been really great getting to know you guys and uh I look forward to seeing you guys again because you are my favorite local band. Thank you so much. Indeed. And uh, hopefully we gave you a decent interview. <laughs> I, I think that this this is a damn good interview. Awesome. I hope it recorded well. Oh no, this is all this is all going on there. Oh god. Oh yes, man bear pig all up in here. Man bear pig! Yes! South Park fans will rejoice. (laughs) So that was the interview that I did. Ah, hella cool people. I I would hang with those people. I would buy them beers. Uh, They're hella cool. Um, But yeah, Matt was actually commenting when I was force feeding him uh, their latest album, Nature's Wrath, how the guitar playing was really good. And I'm like... That's why Cody plays all the fucking time. That's that's how you get good. I can totally hear that. Indeed. So, uh, I asked them after the interview, I want to play a song of yours after the interview. What would you like? Well, you're going to hear Nature's Wrath off Nature's Wrath by Joint of the Mountain. <laughs>
That is a really, really good song. I, I find that listening to uh, songs, you know, twice, three times, four times, you start to find new things that you like about it. And a little over the halfway point of this song, I got goosebumps. So that's how you know it's good. Yeah, it's, it's real good. Yeah, Nature's Wrath is an excellent song, and I think overall the album is is really fucking good and definitely one of my favorite releases of the year. And that's saying a lot, because there's been a lot of good metal coming out. There's an abundance of good metal, for sure. Yeah, like uh, the new horrendous. God, I've been waiting for that fucking album to come in the mail for fucking weeks. It's driving me up the fucking wall. But you know what I do have? in my hand that's real that's here that was released i want to say this year hold up pokemon but no it's it's not fucking pokemon (laughs) yeah yeah demo 2018 snorlax snorlax from australia this is a solo project we're gonna listen to hey another brendan (laughs) from australia uh but this is I'm going to butcher your name, buddy. I'm really sorry. Auld? A-U-L-D? Auld? I don't know. Anyway, we're going to listen to this demo. We're going to listen to Dehumanization.
also something I forgot to mention before is we're gonna be listening to a lot of tapes today if you haven't noticed uh, a lot of these first few songs are all released under Caligari really great uh, label that puts out a ton of tapes tapes are great for bands because it's a cheap way of getting their music out to the people like me and now I have this neat Snorlax and it's not cute. It's not a cute Snorlax. This is not Pokemon. This is not that sleepy <laughs> blue fucker that's just fatten it up. This is raw, gruesome, just ah, aggressive metal. It's fun. What do you think, bud? What do you think of Snorlax? Yeah, way to get me pumped up at 10 o'clock at night. I'm ready to do some crazy shit now. I really like that. I think I think there's a lot of good riffs, a lot of good dark stuff. Um, what else? It's slow and it's simple. There's, there's nothing complicated about it. So I like that. Yeah, it's good, fun, gritty. Though, uh, uh, stupid, stupid fucking thing. So I post a lot of the music I buy on Instagram. And of course I get Snorlax and I'm like, oh, yay. Post that shit on Instagram. I've been getting so many fucking ads about Pokemon. I'm like, they're like, hey, great content. Check out this Pokemon bullshit that you don't give a fuck about. I give a fuck about it. Well, that's you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about Pokemon. But I do dig Snorlax, the band. Just want to clarify that shit. Um, but yeah, uh, I totally was listening to that while locking my dog, trying to figure out what song to pick. I don't remember how many times I listened to it. I'm like <laughs> picking up dog shit, listening to human eyes. <laughs> it's good fun. Good fun. Um oh, uh so this is a solo project. The guy is in many, many projects. Like he's the guitar player for a band. Descent. Another band you can check out. You can do your own legwork and find that. I'm not gonna do that for you. Because we're moving on from Snorlax to something else. Uh, you know what? Last week, I let you choose. How about I let you choose again? We have many fine bands by Caligari, like Archaic Tomb and Act of Impalement and Shaman Ritual. Fucking evil priest. So much, so much good shit. What should we listen to, friend? Let's see. Let me take a look here. So, active impalement sounds promising. Um, shaman ritual sounds pretty cool. Uh, let's see. I'm going to be a total noob and base this off of the covers. And I'm going to have to say Shaman Ritual. It's good. It's good. Uh, this is music from... Oh, you'll never guess. It's, we're, it's from Finland. I I really dig Finnish metal. I'm just... I'm a bit biased. A lot of my favorite bands are from Finland. So I was like, oh, what's this? Shaman Ritual. And I check it out. And I'm like, oh, it's from Finland. Automatically love it. Uh, anyway, you're going to hear Ritual. Shaman Ritual. Ritual. From their Sinister Totem 
cassette released on Caligari last year in 2017.
Alrighty, so that was Shaman Ritual, their song Ritual from their release Sinister Totem. Six deliciously black metal songs from a place in Finland that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I will fuck it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think of that, bud? I think that that is a pretty good song as well. Uh, pretty dark. I like his vocals. And I like that the end is just a double bass onslaught. Pretty big fan of that. I was uh, initially, when I first heard it, a big fan of the like dissonant note thing. Like uh, I shared it with, a, with another friend of mine, and he was like, eh. Ugh, dissonant notes, and I'm like, bitch, it's fucking good, shut up. Dissonant notes are great, and anybody that doesn't like them, they're they're dumb. <laughs> they're doo-doo <That's>... butter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, good shit from, from Finland. Another excellent release from Caligari. Um, you know what? How about some metal from from uh fucking Portugal? Yeah. Lisbon, Portugal. I'm I'm butchering names. I'm American, I can't help it. Uh anyway, this band formed back in 2015. This is a demo. It's a it's, it's a damn good damn good demo. We're going to listen to Archaic Tomb uh from the album Congregation for Ancient Rituals. This is Sacred Ritual. I think we're like we're, we're keeping the ritual theme going. We're going to summon some sort of demon if we keep this shit up. I'll leave if that happens. No, we have to finish the fucking episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> Besides, maybe we'd make a friend. Yeah, a friend that can stay over at your house. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> it's okay. I'll make him cocoa. Anyway, <laughs> your sacred ritual.
the the big deep breath. Of, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, so more more ritualistic metal. What what do you think of this uh, this metal from Portugal? Well, this is the first time I've heard uh, metal from Portugal. Uh, well, you had mentioned, was it Moonspell? Yeah, Moonspell. But I'm not like 100% familiar with them. So let's let's just say that this is my first real proper introduction to Portugal metal. And I liked it. Um, really liked some of the tremolo picking harmonies. Uh, I love the reverberated vocals. It's pretty good. Pretty dark atmosphere. Indeed. I, uh... I really enjoy it. Uh, so I, I email the bands before I play their music to ask permission, you know, because I respect the people that make the music. And uh, usually I just get like, oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. It's all right. Uh, they were really, really entertaining with their response. Like, we're always ready for some blasphemy. We appreciate, we, we thank you for your appreciation. I don't mean to have someone enjoying our music, but that's all right. Find your own path to the fires. <laughs> I'm, oh my God. I'm like, yes. this must be the guy that writes the lyrics, right? Because <laughs> that, was, that was fun. <laughs> it sure sounds like it. Indeed. Uh, but yeah. Uh, though this is like the one CD that I'm listening to. Everything else has been on cassette, but hey, CDs are music too. I agree with that. Physical copies, the best. Ooh, speaking of physical copies, man, I don't know if I should play Evil Priest or Act of Impalement next. What What do you want? So it's between Evil Priest or Act of Impalement. As far as the uh, Caligari releases go. Gotcha. Mm, let's see. Uh, let's look at those covers again. Let's see the covers. Covers are you what usually does it for me. Uh, well, the Evil Priest cover is super, super dark. Good luck trying to see it. It, uh, it, it printed too dark, I think. Oh, you're smelling it. <laughs> it's got that that fresh printed physical media smell about it. The fresh prints of hell air. <laughs> Fucking dork. <laughs> This this is why we're friends. Uh, that's, that's, uh... Oh, this is the act of impalement. Ooh, they're from Tennessee. Real close. Went there for the eclipse. Good times. Let's listen to Act of Impalement. I like the cover. It's it's isn't it pretty? It's so colorful. So <laughs> The logo is metal and that's why I picked it. Metal's fuck. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna listen to some Act of Impalement!
Act of Impalement from Perdition Cult. That song was Pax Romana. They are from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I I can't think of too many bands that I know of from Nashville, but I'm damn damn happy that some fucking good fucking death metal is coming out of there. Am I right? Yeah. I'm, you know, most of the time, I'm sure when other people think of Nashville or Tennessee in general, it's it's country. But this reminds me a lot of um, some old school death metal bands. I really, really like this song. Yeah, they have some, some pretty fun uh, song titles. So I'm, I'm walking my dog again, listening, trying to figure out what song. And I just, I was having a really hard time picking a song from this band because every every song is a fucking killer dude like it the whole album comes in just before 30 minutes so it's pretty short uh and enjoyable but they have a song called disembowelment rituals of moloch and i was so tempted to pick that one to keep the whole ritual theme going on but uh, this pax romana song every time i pulled my ear so i was like gotta play that one. Oh, also they have a song called slr a sadistic lycanthropic rage <laughs> i have a tongue that does not work it's hard to say <laughs> i'm not gonna attempt it i dare you a double dog dare you sadistic lycanthropic lycanthropic rage it's a tough one to wrap my tongue around I'm not gonna lie but I, I dig it yeah also they have a song called Thonic which reminds me that the Taiwanese band Thonic put a new album out and I still haven't heard the fucking thing but yeah oh and they have a song called Draugr who doesn't like a Draugr what's a Draugr it's just a, another type of zombie if you played Skyrim You'd kill Draugr. Ugly, dead things that you kill with swords. It's fun. Anywho, uh, that brings us down to the final Caligari release. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I found um, Evil Priest. It is from their... Fuck, hold up. Couldn't remember the fucking name of the fucking thing. Gotta look at the the thing. The thing in my hands. <laughs> uh, Black Seed of Creation. So, Black Seed of Creation is an EP by Evil Priest that was released under Caligari. And I was like, oh, this is really good. And I wished it, I wish listed it. My wish list is like 570 now. If there's some sort of Bandcamp sweepstakes, I really want to win it because, goddamn, I'm never going to be able to buy or listen to all of that. Anyway, I forgot about it, and I went back to buy it, and it was sold out, and I was like, no, you fucked around too long. <laughs> uh, but luckily, uh, they're f the, the band's from Peru, by the way. Yeah, tell me how many bands you know of from fucking Peru, dude. Going from Portugal to Peru, like I haven't heard of any metal bands from Peru. Interesting. Yeah, uh, but Crypts of Eternity, a little label out of Peru, uh, released it on a little seven-inch vinyl, 
and I was like, oh, hot damn. So I'm like, Facebooking the dude. I'm like, is it too late? Is it sold out? I need it in my life. And it came, and I was so happy. So we're going to listen to a little 7-inch, and it's going to be good, good fun. Yeah. Yeah, Evil Priest is awesome.
that was Evil Priests. Uh, that was Black Seed of Creation from their EP, Black Seed of Creation, that was released this year. Um, you know, it's kind of a funny thing. What's a funny thing? So, so earlier, uh, mentioned in the Giant of the Mountain interview how, how drummers are so such a rare, rare thing. Uh, so I'm looking at Evil Priest on Bang uh, Metal Archives, and they're they're a three piece, you know, uh, guitar, drums, bass. The guitarist is the vocalist. Um, bass player, only an Evil Priest. According to Metal Archives, the, the guitarist is in another band called Anal, Vom- Anal Vomit. Mm. Uh, but the drummer is in a total of six bands. Six. Six bands, huh? It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you're like, man, kicking the kick drum, that guy must have like the world's buffest legs. <laughs> Arms for days. Uh, ooh, he's in a band called Tormented. Blackness. Bloodlust. Mm. Good good stuff. So so tell me, what did you think of Black Seed of Creation? Well, uh, I liked it. I definitely liked the... Always going to be a fan of tremolo picking. I love when notes are picked like that. Uh, I like it when bands are able to get the guitar tone right to where it almost sounds like the notes are like gurgling blood. It's really cool. I like that. And the whole time I was trying to remember, and and of course, you know, you, you, you hear stuff before and you can only base it off of you know, what you've heard before, so that might be bands that I've listened to in the past, and I was thinking, who does this remind me of? And it reminded me of old uh, Cryptopsy, like going as far back as uh, None So Vile or uh, uh, Blasphemy Made Flesh. It, it reminded me, because Cryptopsy's big on the, the tremolo picking, and so that's always a, a big plus for me, but I liked it. It's good stuff. Nice. Yeah, what was it? I think I was listening to their demo, and I was getting, like, some scream bloody gore vibes. And I was like, oh, I love me some death. And I see that you, too, must enjoy the death. I very much enjoy the death. Who doesn't love death? (laughs) Sounds really morbid when you say it like that, doesn't it? Oh, but something super cool. Uh, They super recently were assigned to... Invictus Productions out of Ireland, and they're going to be working on a full length. <laughs> full lengths are bold, and we love them. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty fucking stoked. I'm paying attention. <laughs> I, I, I like. I hope this helps uh, bring more attention to just Peru, the Peruvian metal scene, because I also found a band which. I'm sorry, I'm not going to play that right now. Uh, a, a thrash band called Witchery. There, there are plenty of bands by the name of Witchery, but okay, the Peruvian band Witchery was good. Like the Sometimes in thrash bands, lyrics can be... Not lyrics. Vocals can be kind of shitty sometimes. I'm picky. But 
from what I remember after listening to the full album, it was good, good shit. Yeah. So thank you, Peru. Stay metal. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Peru. First time listener. Oh, com- a convert. <laughs> well, we have exhausted my supply of Caligari music releases, bands, even though Evil Priest just kind of slipped slipped out of that door onto other endeavors. Uh, Sue, so I guess I'm going to switch gears to a couple of cassettes that I picked up at a gig earlier this year. Uh, we're going to listen to Void Omnia and Eisenordal. I always feel like I'm saying that wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's right. Um, these bands are from... Void Omnia is from California, Oakland. And Eisenordal is from Seattle. One's black metal, the other one is something different. You know what? We're going pl- to play the Void Omnia song. I'm making... I'm being decisive. Sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, this is from the split that they did with Eisenordal that they released earlier this year. Because they toured together, that's how I saw them. They're both excellent live. Good fucking show. Uh, anyway, the Void Omnia song is called Of Oak and Soil. <laughs>
Alright, so that was Void Omnia from their Eisen Ordal split released on Eternal Warfare that I picked up at the Eisen Ordal Void Omnia show that was played at Reno's back in Bach. July? Maybe? Anyway, good shit. I think. What do you think, friend? I like the straightforwardness of it. Uh, I think that it was uh, it's very uh, it's very cold, but good. I think we need cold because uh, <laughs> it's been a it's been a hot summer. <laughs> You're not kidding. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that split's hella good. Uh, also, their dying light. I picked that up at the show. Uh, it's uh. Fucking five songs. Good CD. Uh, definitely check them out. And we'll follow it up with the other band that they... From the other side of the split. But this is from their... Oh, this is from a, a release from last year, I want to say. Yes. This is Eisenordal's... 2017 release, Shores of Morning. The song, Shores of Morning. These guys are from Seattle, Washington, and they're uh, they're real interesting. They're like, I guess, a little doomy, a little black, a little neo folk. I think you're gonna like it. And I want to play that song for you right now.
Alright, so that was that was Eisenordle. And I think they're real good. I dig that whole doomy black metal meets Enya and Veolas and it's, it's it's fucking pasty. Pasty metal. Tell me what you think, friend. Slow and effective. Uh, very atmospheric music to chill to. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're also the largest band that we've listened to this evening. They have six members. Six. Because they have... So they have your, you know, your guitar player and your drummer. Th their drummer's are only in two bands. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, Evil Priest 6, this guy too. Oh. Maybe there's fewer bands, uh, drummers in, in Peru. Anyway, uh, they have a bass player that also plays cello. Uh, they have a pianist. And they have a viola player. So yeah. A lot of different stuff going on. Uh, they also released an, like, a, just a straight-up folk album, Unplugged. Uh, I bought everything they had available at the show. I was like, I need your music. Give it to me now. And it, uh, I'm, I'm only missing one thing. Uh, but two full lengths, two demos, and then the split. But, yeah, real good. Thank you. Thank you for listening to that 11-minute song. I, I, I feel like I purposefully picked the longest song on the, on the release because you got to have one long song. I mean, it's no Blinkathra length, but... Blinkathra! <laughs> Blinkathra! <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a good, nice, uh, long song. Um... But yeah, that that's that's all the music. Uh, go forth and purchase music if you like it. Support the underground bands. They, if you if you learned anything from the interview with Giant of the Mountain, these people are fucking passionate. They're not doing it to get rich, but god damn it, it feels nice to have recognition. Um, I can't remember which member of Giant of the Mountain that said this, but he said that his idea of making it big was being able to record music and then just have people listen to it, and I really dig that. I think that's what it boils down to, at least for everyone that I know that, that makes music. They're just fucking excited. Oh, like, oh, I got another listen on SoundCloud. I'm like, fuck yeah, you hit 500. That's right. <laughs> you fucking rule. Um, so the next, the next episode is going to be a bit delayed because of my trip to Denver. The next episode, I'm going to feature a bunch of Dark Descent bands because in my, in my world, Dark Descent's like, oh, it's, it's, it's my, it, it's an underground label, but in my heart, it's like big deal. It's your bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> what bread what butter i cannot eat these things um let's see i will be attending the dark descent uh ninth anniversary show and if all goes as planned i will be interviewing 
I'm already I already got the okay with Cyanide. I get to interview Cyanide, a really great band from Chicago. Death Doom. They've been around since 1988. Ooh, yeah, a long time. <laughs> These guys have been metal as fuck. These people have been metal more. Fuck, dude. These guys were releasing their first album when Evil Priest were still sperm and egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, let's see. Crips from Finland is playing. Uh, I really hope I get to interview them because I fucking love Crips. Uh, Spectral Voice, Blood Incantation, uh, Adversarial, and Sepiternal Dusk. Sepiternal. Say that ten times fast. Go. Septernal dust has septenerous. I quit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that might be if uh, if I actually do get all of the interviews that I'm hoping for. That's gonna be a biggie size episode. <laughs> I have a feeling because I'm gonna play a song from each band, and it's it's gonna be fucking it's gonna be fucking crazy. It's gonna be good. Anyway. Thank you, friend, for for joining me this evening and letting me force feed you all of this awesome metal. Your your idea of force feeding is me going, oh no, please don't do this to me. <laughs> but I'm like secretly wanting it to happen. So thank you. Oh God, I already have ideas for the for the show after the Dark Descent show, mm-hmm. which will be episode four. Oh, I got Funeral Doom. De- death metal oh it's gonna get it's gonna get fucking oh brutal i can't wait i know thank you for listening <laughs> please support underground metal do it do it now